0: Uka I
1: can't stop this feeling <laughs> Of me, Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. When
2: you hold me in your arms so tight, you let me
1: know. Everything's all right. Welcome
2: back. We are back to being hooked on a feeling and we have another guest live in another studio this time. Um, this time, uh, Jack, you're joined by a special guest.
0: Yep. Will Frankie is sitting in my dining room right now.
1: Boom. Yep. All, all the one in three teams are here. Biked on over, made, made his presence known.
2: Uh, I, I, I know Tori's upstairs, so that covers the other one in three team. And then I think, uh. I think we're just mission D. Shay, but um, yeah, this is a pretty winning pod. Um, I, I'm sure that our whole audience is going to love hearing our, our opinions and our advice as we dive into uh, trade values and everything else from um, the most successful teams in the league. Um, Frankie, uh, so you you biked over there tonight, right? I did. Uh, you getting a lot of bikes in recently?
1: <laughs> sure yeah you know how it <laughs> nice
2: is. no that's 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 awesome i i know that uh when you're in dc there wasn't a lot of wasn't a lot of driving it Was a lot of uh, a lot of uh you know sustainable movement
1: exactly and that's bike I, <laughs> folks
2: jack i came over to your house and we we drove just to get to the mediterranean market
0: yeah that's uh <laughs> That was a little disappointing on us. We should have probably walked. It's about, it's about three <laughs> minutes away. But, you know, whatever. it was hot
2: out. It was hot Let's out. Throw
1: a baseball to the oh. Mediterranean market.
2: <laughs> I'm just laying the inevitable. We have to talk about what happened shortly after recording last week. Um, while I was in Miami. While Jack was in the Magic City, the city of dreams, the city of Dwayne Wade, Wade County, um, Dwayne Damien Dwayne. Lillard was forcibly shipped to hell on earth
0: milwaukee wisconsin brother where well, he now has a better chance at winning his ring
2: then he'd been in portland correct yes then in portland sure <laughs> yeah, that's what i was that's what i was um yeah jack uh you have some thoughts about this i'm sure
0: i mean it was electric especially after you know heat fans both in person and on the internet were uh boasting about their superstar that had yet to be announced to them. You know, it was just inevitable that it was going to happen, yada, yada, yada. Um, Yeah, it was fantastic. We got one of the best point guards of all time, Dame Time, coming to to Milwaukee. He's a a fantastic player. I'm so happy he uh, likes what he saw out of this team. You know, he – this is a big uh, anti-player empowerment movement thing, which, you know, they've been gaining a lot of traction recently, so this is also good to see.
2: <laughs> You're a big, uh, big
0: owner guy. I'm a union, I'm a union buster, Conrad. Um, You're a big I'm, union buster. Uh, definitely puts the Milwaukee Bucks as number one in the East. I would say they're about tied with the Celtics. Um, if I remember correctly, they have the exact same odds to win the NBA championship this year. While the other East teams, the Sixers, Raptors, and Heat, did not do too too much this offseason. Uh, the Heat lost two of their core role players from their Cinderella run this past year, and Gabe Vincent and Max Drew. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, you know the. You really, if you're a Heat fan, you gotta hope that Jovich and Hakez can step up. Um, but again, you know, uh, they just didn't have what it took to get Damian Lillard, and then the uh, Portland front office waited a bit and got a much better offer than Tyler Hero and Jovich and Hakez and like a couple first rounders.
2: All I want to say is that, and Jack, I think you might you might agree with me on this. Um, everyone kept talking about how trash streus and gabe vincent were even during that playoff run talking about how useless they were and all of a sudden when the heat lose them they're seen as these key pieces and these valuable players i think it's uh it's very interesting and it's an undervaluation of the system itself
0: sure yeah you know to quote your city edition jerseys this year heat culture um
2: they do say that
0: which is, you know, I thought it was more of an unspoken thing, but I guess they're trying to make their most from it, but whatever. Uh, I'm just I'm just excited for this next season. The Eastern Conference Finals is going to be a gauntlet, and then, you know, the NBA has never been
1: in a better place right now.
2: Will, you got any opinions? Yeah, yeah I know you don't like watching sports that empower the players too much, but I'd love to hear your take on this.
1: I love breaking up unions whichever way is possible, so um... – yeah, not, I don't have too much time about the NBA, except for, I have a little fact, what university has the most active NBA players? Uh,
2: the University of Arkansas. Is it Arkansas? It's the
1: University of Arkansas. Can
0: you name Go Hogs?
1: No, I'm just kidding. That's a made-up fact, but feel free to use that <laughs> one. Not, I've been deep. telling people that. It's
2: not, <laughs> Wait, is that
1: actually a made-up fact? Yeah, but I have been telling a lot of people. I think <laughs> never- you
2: said that like three weeks ago in DC and everyone believed you.
1: Yeah, I've been doing <laughs> that, so feel free to use that one.
2: Oh, my God. Okay, well, that's hey, great. You um, got,
0: before we move on from this, you got any copium for the fans? I know you're, uh, people were looking forward to your reaction from this. After.
2: Oh, well, so, Jack, all I'll say is, uh, yeah, Bucks number one in the East, just like they were last year.
0: Sure, but this is not the same team. Oh, it's
2: going to be different, <laughs> yeah. It's going to be just like when uh, – oh, it's going like when Katie and Kyrie got together. That won a lot oh, of yeah. championships. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure. yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, start
0: drinking. Start drinking that copium, Conrad. Let's uh let's see let's see it. let's see if the Heat can even make the final or can even make the playoffs.
2: I will say, for the record, I do think that Giannis and Dame should be a great fit. Um, let's hope everyone stays healthy because it would stink to be robbed of uh, seeing the best players play at the highest level. Um, obviously, I don't think the Heat currently have a roster. That where they have all their chips in, they're clearly building for the future at the same time as their star player is at near the end of his prime. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll be uh, I'll be tuning in in uh, late March, early April, and we'll be seeing how the, how the chips are going. Yeah.
0: I mean, let's
2: just continue. <laughs> one guy who was not tuned in today was Jack Spencer, who has no idea what's going on in D.C., um kevin mccarthy was disp- deposed from his spot and look i know a guy like will frankie doesn't like talking a lot about politics he's a big uh he's a big uh i don't really have an opinion on that matter but um you know what they're saying G- guess who uh who's being discussed this evening as being a replacement for kevin mccarthy
0: uh matt gates aoc probably josh
2: Hawley, donald trump
0: uh, how would that? Be? Several
2: Republican politicians have sa- said in press statements or tweeted tonight that they will be endorsing former president, rightful president Donald Trump to be the speaker that of the House be, for the remainder of how, the term.
1: How does that work? That would be so electric. Well, be in the he House?
2: could be the speaker of the House. All you have to be is a U.S. citizen over a certain age. You don't have to be a member of the House. So hey, okay. so Trump actually. Is, um I think, honestly, the biggest obstacle would be the fact that I'm sure being a Speaker of the House requires a lot of procedural things to be present for, and Trump's a big campaigner, so I feel like he would turn down that position. But get ready. You're going to be hearing about it all day tomorrow. This will be the first the boys are hearing about it if Jack uh, can put out this pot early tomorrow. I'll, uh,
0: um, I'll do my best to get it out tonight, but you know, we'll, it's yet to be seen. Whenever this wraps up, so all right, so, is, that, uh, is that the scene? We got the biggest uh, political news and the biggest sports news of the past week.
2: I think I think we do. Uh, Frankie, any, any updates in the uh, in the underbelly of society, the blue collar world?
1: Mm, the blue collar world, no real updates. I'm going to be putting on the the work boots tomorrow, heading out to river to go do some groundwater sampling. So, I'll I'll get the the lowdown from my fellow blue-collar Americans. But That's awesome. I
0: mean,
2: I flights from a challenge. Yep. Yep.
1: <laughs> Just something like I,
2: I can respect a guy who gets who gets his feet, who gets his feet wet and his hands dirty. That's what I do. Um I Well, that. you certainly got your hands dirty this week against Metcalf after um just three frustrating weeks. Again, I I think Jack had the biggest panic button on you last week. There was uh there was a lot to be worried about. Yeah. But um your your boys uh didn't end up having the highest scoring week thanks to Seahawks defense owning Danny Dimes last night. But Frankie, you got the first win off of a dominant performance against a pretty solid clown show team. Uh how did you get it done this week?
1: Well, I think a lot of it comes off the back of of flexing in uh, Russell Wilson and the Buccaneers' defense. I think that was a pretty pretty smart move by me. I did not. I had the Jets' defense, and I had, like, Geno Smith, who both ended up doing pretty terrible. So I think flexing in actually helped a lot. And I know people don't like my my kicker rhetoric, but Tyler Bass put on a show with some 50-yard field goals that helped me get the win, and can't talk about A.J. Brown or Kyron Williams. They really... Went off as well to really just cruise me right past Medcap. He was never really in this. All my boys played at noon, too. So I had it just kind of wrapped up by, I love that, by like three, which was, which was perfect for me because I had to get on a flight at four. So,
0: yeah, it was a, uh, I mean, you would have won it if, even if you didn't start a defense or a kicker, you know, so. Can, I'm, okay. I'm never not going to start a defense <laughs> or a kicker. Those,
1: it's the backbone of my team.
0: You did You did fantastic, Will. You really... You you did, a, and, a really good statement win.
1: Yeah. Needed.
2: And, can I just add that whenever I'm looking at my matchup for the week, what, the first things I always look at is my roster and the other team's roster and seeing what times they are playing at. Because as much as I find those primetime games electric to decide those matchups, I ultimately... Ideally, want as many Thursday and 1 o'clock games as possible in that match. Just get this over with. Do not drag this out. Do not make me open up the app two hours later and see that some kicker dropped 30 points on me. Um, you, got, you got to appreciate all the earlier games played this. And, you know, really, Kyron Williams returning to his touchdown form. A.J. Brown, these last two weeks, has looked like the most dominant receiver in football. Um, yeah, I, I guess really the only – uh, well, the only real concern here, I guess, is uh, with Chris Olave. Um, you know, those, those first few weeks he was uh, getting a ton of targets, ton of receptions, ton of yards, just couldn't find the end zone. But yesterday, only one catch for four. He was one four-yard catch away from you having to do another shotgun. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have
2: been. Any, that, that's your keeper. Any concern about that?
1: Um, Not a, really. I feel like – Eric Carson. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, that was – Bad. I didn't watch too much of that game, but that was bad. But it's also I feel like whenever the Saints and Tampa play, like really weird stuff happens. So I'm just gonna chalk this up to it was a weird game, and I think they'll they'll iron some stuff out, and maybe they'll let Jameis Cook and he'll get some deep deep ball <laughs> going, which would be huge.
0: Yeah, I mean you're definitely hoping for a little Jameis action. I mean Derek Carr is fine when he's healthy. Uh, I mean they'll let him throw, but yeah, it was he his arm is fuck. Yeah. Is so-
1: that wasn't your good.
2: Your offense looks so bad. I just, I, as much as it hates to, you hate to see one of your players be like the fourth option on a really good offense and like not getting enough touches. It's more painful seeing your player be the, be a Lamborghini in like a crack house garage. Like I, it is so painful <laughs> seeing these stud star athletes playing for these absolutely anemic offenses and, seeing them get chances to get snaps, like, once every 30 minutes, and then it's another three now.
0: Yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. It's brutal. I'm hoping for another one of these next week and for Devontae Smith to take some of those touchdowns away from A.J. Brown. But we'll see. Yeah. I Williams looking to be either the first or second uh, waiver wire pickup of the year. Yeah. It's either him or Puka.
1: That yeah. one didn't get too much talk. I feel like Puka really dominated, but I think that was a really – I mean, I only bid, I think, like $24 on it. Hell, that's, and I think that's only a, like I two of them did
2: I think you but I think you been like sixteen dollars. Yeah, sixteen dollars on it. Yeah, and it was. It was the same day that Joe put twenty in for both Josh Kelly and Puka, one of which was a total bust, and the other one really might be the pickup of the year. But yeah, the under the radar Kyron Williams week one pickup. I don't really know why he didn't get more c- contest for that, but he is. I mean, he is putting out numbers right now. That like, if you could have given someone going into that draft, a preview of how the first four weeks would go with the knowledge that Ken Makers is gone. I mean, Kyron Williams is off the board in the first two rounds easily. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. Definitely. I mean, would have picked him over Najee in a heartbeat. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kyron Williams probably goes at like the 102 behind Christian
2: McCaffrey. Like that. I, I, performance so far, yes. I think the fact that he is still Kyron Williams and not like a Justin Jefferson – but yeah, I agree. I think he's a first-round talent um, as far as production and opportunity this year.
1: Could be um, a great keeper, Frankie. Could be a really good keeper. And Christian back. Watson came back this week as well, which he set him on the bench, but he might he might be getting some more more action on my my team here in a little an bit.
0: alright game. I mean, yeah. just for a touchdown is fine, but you would like to yeah. see a little more. work.
1: First game back.
2: Just Get a real get-right game for your boys. Um, on the other side, the clown show—they probably had the best feel-good story last week. Um, and we discussed it rattling off that just monster performance with all of their stars, not all their stars, but essentially all their stars injured last week, did some trades, move some things around. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know how we're feeling about the new look clown show because, um, Jack kept talking about Tordy's team for the first three weeks as being living and dying by the Burrow chase stack. Now that it's been broken up chase on Metcalf's team and, uh, I I think we have a large enough sample size to say that something needs to, like, drastically, drastically change for Chase to get first-round value.
0: Yeah, I mean, you just got to sit. I mean, if you're the Bengals, you sit Joe Burrow until he's healthy, which, you know, could be the entire year. Who knows? Um, And then just hope you can get Marvin Harrison. Uh, That's about it. You know, and then ship T. Higgins out during the year. Trade him to uh, Carolina. They're looking for a wide receiver.
2: And then how about this roulette in San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey, the only person that will, I mean, uh, he's obviously the best running back in fantasy, but the only person that will always give you high volume returns. I mean, it's a carousel between Ayuk, Kittle, and Debo. And uh, as we'll discuss later in this episode, when you don't have the right guy of those, you can really get burned on this just superstar offense. I mean, so, it's looking,
0: yeah, it's, it's looking like Ayuk's the guy for the passing game. Um, uh,
2: I mean, Debo was just a non-factor this week.
0: Same with Kip. Well, he was,
2: he was, he was injured. That's why they were keeping the ball away from him.
0: Well, yeah, but he's always injured.
2: Well, hey, that's a nar- that's <laughs> a false narrative. Um, old man Thielen keeps producing. Um, although you know, you ideally don't want to be starting Thielen, but you know what? That's okay because Metcalf's got Saquon coming back next week. So yeah. I think that's if true. you're Metcalf, you're keeping the faith. You know, you got a bad performance from Mahomes. That's obviously not going to last. Um, I think. The first player that I will straight-up say I was just wrong about this year, um, as far as like thinking they'll be bad and they're actually good, is DeAndre Swift. I was pretty convinced that he kind of went to Philly to kind of just peter out a pretty young career. But um, I think he's really just proven it in that offense. And uh, I don't even remember where he was going in the draft, but um, he's...
0: Round-ish.
2: Uh, it would have been the ninth round because all the... well. I guess it would have been the eighth round. Uh, it's just the keepers kind of messed up the rounds. But, yes, he's he's delivering, again, like low RB1 numbers right now. So, um, yeah, I mean, you really got to like where Metcalf's team is at. We'll see what kinds of trades we, he makes. Um, we discussed this. Um do want to end on this because Jack and I were discussing this. That trade with Tordy really did gut his depth. He's got now one of the worst benches in the league to pair with one of the best starting rosters. Yeah. Um, after yeah, having yeah.
0: probably the best bench, he just got it all for Chase. So now it's like you kind of just bet your season on Jamar Chase turning it around.
2: Yes. Uh, w- along with, you know, obviously Saquon staying healthy. Um, you know, DeAndre Swift and Jerome Ford being able to maintain their premier roles in the offense. Um, Ayuk staying healthy. There's it's definitely little room for error here, but you know what? I'm sure Metcalf's tired of... Uh, these mid-finishes. I'm sure he's he's doing this intentionally to go for broke. So, you know what? Definitely a feel-good story there. Had that big upset win last year against uh, Telford in the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, definitely a team to keep watching out for. Um, in the highest scoring performance, though, of the week was Mr. Cambo, who I believe this is, I think, I might be wrong here, I think 160 is the highest we've seen this year. I think, um, yeah, it is. I, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that's the case. But if I'm wrong, I'm off, I'm off by a few numbers. Either way, obviously we discussed it. The Seahawks' defense, just absolutely incredible performance that is completely based on the matchup. Um, of course, he's got the Bills on the bench, though, so that's not something he has to worry about. Um, and then, let's be honest, a completely fluke Cole Komet game yeah. as well. <laughs> we all know what Cole Komet can and cannot do, and he cannot do a lot of things, but... Uh, he, he produced heavily for Cambo, but yeah, I mean, what I'm seeing here really, and what, what makes you really happy for Cambo, aside from some solid performances out of his stud wide receivers is, uh, return to the norm for Derrick Henry and a continued dominance for Lamar Jackson. I, I, when Cambo drafted those two in the drafts, I I really liked that combo. They didn't start the season that well, but, um, I, uh, you know, maybe at least with Lamar, I feel very secure about, um, them playing more like that and less how they started the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry is going to be a game script thing. You know, they're not going to give him the ball 20 times if they're losing. Um, they'll just keep Taje in for the passing downs. Besides, good yeah, good week. Uh, I mean, a lot of it came from Godwin or from Komet and Seahawks' defense severely punching above their weight. Um, but other than that, yeah, solid, solid week. and
2: you know, Frankie. A lot of people call Cambo the yin to your yang. Um, it seems like you guys rise together. The best
0: friend game.
2: <laughs> how, how are you feeling about about your your boy popping off alongside you?
1: Uh, I mean, it's good to see. Uh, the Arkansas boys need to stick together. I'm pretty sure Dawson got a win too this week, even though he didn't really he didn't score win. as many points as we did. But a win is a win. <laughs> it's uh, true. So so it's good to see. I, I I'm a little concerned about Derrick Henry, but it's still Derrick Henry. I think this is probably probably the last season where he's going to have like that pretty high value he's been having, um, but yeah, might as well sure. cash in while it's here and it, it's working yeah. for now. We'll see if it holds on for the rest of the season. But well, other than that, great, great, great week.
2: I mean, people were really waving the white flag after last week. A lot of people were hitting the panic button with Derrick Henry getting two fantasy points. Um, and as Jack and I have been talking about, Tajay Spears has been getting so many snaps in that offense. But um, yeah, I mean, the the titans have a clear game script that they they want to run and it's it's very much still the same story i think personally i don't own derrick henry in any of my leagues i do think that he's probably a sell candidate at some point because his name is so much weight and because i do think you'll get some more of those stinker games but um again yeah i think i think campbell's a good manager i think he's he's looking to make a lot of moves i'm, a, I'm i know he's got a He's got a pretty good eye for the waivers and uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see we'll see how that how that takes him. Um, against uh Tamke this week, Tamke suffered his first loss, and
0: um, McCaffrey tried his best to pull that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, I, I would say that Will it really sucks that Will put up 115 points and lost, but this was entirely carried by Christian McCaffrey. Everything else was kind of not good or or, or to not great. Um Christian McCaffrey, though, had the highest scoring fantasy performance of the week of any player. Um, He is now, by far, the running back one in fantasy. Um, I'd have to think...
0: He's untradeable.
2: I'm curious. Yeah, um, maybe we can discuss this during uh, Trade Value Tuesday, but uh, I was curious what you guys thought about the prospect of trading Christian McCaffrey. Do you think that there is any kind of return that would make sense, where it's like, okay, I'm giving up like I'm kind of diversifying my shifts from this one guy who's going to consistently get like literally like 30 points or more in fantasy um, to cash in on like a few guys who are all like studs or whether you just hold on the Christian McCaffrey, no matter what.
0: Uh,
1: It'd have to be, yeah. I mean, you'd have to have a crazy, horrible team to yeah. do that. And I mean, he's on Tampy's team, so he's not going anywhere. We don't need to worry about him no landing one's crazy. on another team.
0: No one's crazy. Know. Um. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of let him ride, especially if you're doing well. There's no reason to ever blow it up uh, for Will's sake. I and mean, he won't, so that's also <laughs> good. But it, hypotheticals hypothetical
2: I mean, to discuss for nothing. But yeah,
0: you, you just kind of let For other leagues, <laughs> for other people, for for anyone who has him in there. Yeah, just no no reason to trade him. Um,
2: He's the, so – I mean, it's insane. I, I, I cannot believe that – obviously in our league he was a keeper, but I cannot believe – that he was so doubted this offseason by some people. He was going, like, sixth overall, seventh overall in some of the drafts, some of the mocks I was doing. I I, I never understood it. To me, it was JJ and then him. It's looking right now like he should have been number one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we can discuss this later, uh, just, like, about what a potential trade will look like, but you'd have to give up, like, Bijan and, like, Jamar Chase. Or, like, Bijan and like Justin Jefferson or something like it is he is leagues above everyone else
2: then here's a guy who I thought maybe the opposite of a swift situation I thought Waller was a good value at where he was going I thought that was a promising new situation but he has been just horrendous this year um both in fantasy and in the games I'm not sure if you guys saw last week he dropped like four catchable passes in important drives when the Giants were keeping that game somewhat close with the 49ers um. yeah definitely one of the few really bad stories on Will's team so far this year and uh, I, I don't know what we think about the Giants at this point after that just completely abysmal loss last night um, is this team like a bottom three NFL team right now
0: yeah you probably I mean if they're able to get either Drake May or Caleb Williams you probably just take them and then have Daniel Jones ride the pine for $40 million a year. But- yeah, I was gonna say, do you know
2: how much money they spent on that guy?
0: Yeah, <laughs> but you got to cut your losses at a certain point. I mean, the Broncos would easily take Drake May or Caleb Williams this year um, if they got in that position, which, you know, could happen. So, and I think they would just let Russell Wilson go do jumping jacks on a plane or something. <laughs> but,
2: oh yeah. my God. Yeah, because, I mean, no team's going to want to take on that contract. That's – it's just a really tough situation.
1: Yeah, boy, um, will that's why I let him cook this week, but he was playing the Bears. So <laughs> very strategic, in when I when I let him cook, he got the jet. <laughs>
0: so I
2: guess, yeah. I
1: guess it's to be seen. We'll see what I do. He okay.
2: actually, he actually did cook though. But anyway, Will. You know, <laughs> will is now settled in South Carolina. You should ask to see his place. It looks kind of nice. It's a little soulless, but it's an IHG Army Hotel. So it's uh, it's a, it's a wow. pretty good dad he's got down there. The dark. Um, <laughs> taking classes, studying for tests.
0: Has he, been hit bar- has he been hit with bars of soap yet? Uh, I do not believe yet, right? Just throw a bunch in a sock, you know, a sock full of nickels. Getting branded. <laughs> he's, he's,
2: he's been studying the art of war, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he's studying the blade.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> but, yeah, moving from the as, – as we have been this year, the highest scoring game to the lowest performance – uh, and just as it was the highest I of the year, know. this is definitely,
0: <laughs> this oh. is, I,
2: I don't, I don't, I, I don't know what, what could even be said about this game. Cause I don't
0: see it getting lower than this for the rest of the year. I really, I really <sighs> can
2: This is the lowest I've ever seen out of a fantasy team that did not have a player get injured in the middle of the game or start an injured. Actually, Fire injured,
0: I guess, but it's still, it, I still it, don't think he would have gotten seven more points yes, to I agree. I
1: or was he the lowest score.
2: What do you say Frankie?
1: He wasn't even the lowest scorer either. Oh,
2: Jones and Saints defense. Yeah. Um I there's just the, the the issue with like and it like even Alvin Kamara who is the only one who cracked like seven points. Um I'm not sure if you guys saw this but he got like he got 13 receptions. For thirty three yards,
0: and one oh of them was a ten yarder. So then you can go down to like twelve receptions for twenty two <laughs> yards. <laughs> I, I
2: that game, it's like, this this team, I mean, the volume is not there. There's, I mean, even I I, I stand by my take that the Jamar Chase trade was good for Torty's team. I think benching Ramondre Stevenson was a bit of a questionable move this week, but I understand why he did it because they were playing the Cowboys. And Pittman had looked good, so he'll be able to slot Ramondre back in there. But um, it's just—it's looking kind of dark for Tordy. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah,
0: this is um, this is bad. This is bad. If you're Sam, you yeah. you, uh, I, you start raising some signals. <laughs> this is my love. Like <laughs> the- we, gotta, we gotta remember. Point scored is like a huge. It's like the tiebreaker in this league. Like the yes, so top is well, more than threes, and Tori's at the bottom. And I think there's a big difference between those two. Like,
2: it is. It is very common in fantasy for there to be like a one win difference between like the sixth place team and the eleventh place team. So point scored is very much the king in deciding anything. If you're not a truly horrible team or a truly great team, and as far as the win or loss column. Um, definitely a little sad that I had to play toward at the start of the season um, when oh, looking a little better. But again, still I, I I don't have a lot to say about this. It's just it's it's a it's a really bad loss. Um, the the Boat Burners had a pretty decent game as as Frankie mentioned. The Hogs went three and zero this this week, which I think uh, is is pretty encouraging. Um, but of course, um, already on Thursday, Nassau was already feeling down on his team picking up Jordan Love and benching Justin Fields in the one week that he probably should have started Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, that was that was as easy as it gets if you want to start Justin Fields.
2: Um, pay, paying 30 bucks for Jordan Love when you could have gotten him for $0. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know the, the Jameer Gibbs conversation is interesting, Jack. Are you still high on Jameer Gibbs? Uh, I mean,
0: so Metcalf was giving me some grief because I told him to draft him in his other league, and I'm like, the skill's there. I think we all see it. Um, so I think my player evaluation was good. My situation evaluation was bad.
2: Um, Which is half the battle.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's David Montgomery all day. That's his backfield. They are very clearly committed to just running the ball at all times. Um, yeah, it's fantastic for David Montgomery owner, Declan Shea. Um, I mean, yeah, Frank,
2: you heard it. Jack and I kind of, we didn't clown Declan for it, but we, we kind of laughed at Declan's and Declan's overreaction after week one that DeMop would finish the top 15 fantasy running back. That's
0: yeah. I mean, that's very doable. It's it, it honestly should have been more predictable after what happened last year with Jamal 17 touchdowns, Williams. Uh, oh, God. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I mean, I had Dave Montgomery last year on my team, and I think he scored like two touchdowns all season maybe. <laughs> uh, and it was like – like I'd just be like watching these Bears games, and they're horrible. And I just see him running the ball, and he looks so slow. Oh, he doesn't get yeah. like any end zone touches, red zone touches, and then this year on the Lions, it, he's completely flipped the script, and now he's he's the man, and looks to be a, a great pick by D. just all around.
0: I mean, he, he has to have the most carries in the league. Like I couldn't imagine someone having more than him.
1: Maybe um, McCaffrey.
0: If we're going like careers per game, like it would it would have to be David Montgomery
2: at this point. Well, I mean, David my Opportunity. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I mean. I mean- from an offensive standpoint, you would still like to see Jameer Gibbs at least get some touches uh, as like a change of pace guy. Cause he's clearly electric, you know, like set up some bubble screens, um, whatnot, do some play action, uh, just do a little pitch out, but he's getting like 10 yards every time he touches the ball, but he's not, he, he's in a <laughs> day in the man's doghouse right now. Fun, <laughs> some kind of like, fun fact, if, Forty doubled his score from today. He would still be the lowest scoring team on the week, and it still wouldn't even be that close. It'd be like <laughs> by nine points.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, um, it
0: was,
2: it was, bad. It, was bad. it was very bad. The uh yeah, and and I have to say something about Dawson's team is like I look at his team and I'm like, yeah, this is a this is a this is a okay team. But I'm also I, I'm in three leagues and I don't have any one of his sixteen players in any of my leagues. So it's just a, it's an interesting assortment of players. Like you know, Jacobs was, Jacobs was disappointing this year, and now he had a really great week. Stephon Diggs looked incredible last week. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting, uh, it's an interesting assortment of characters. Michael Thomas being consistently trotted out there. I think that's a pretty rare move in fantasy these days, but <laughs> he's keeping the faith, and Nasan moves on to. A shaky but still uh still respectable two and two. Yeah. Um we'll we'll talk now about the first pod matchup of the week. Was uh it, w- it was it was a tough one. Um I will say though, I feel better that it wasn't a close one because it would have really hurt seeing the Chiefs just really get sloppy in that Jets game when I was rooting for Kelsey. But my yeah. boy uh, a- You
0: you talked very confidently about this and I know Joe was probably uh shitting his pants about having to face Kelsey in a primetime game. like it, I mean, it's very doable that Kelsey gets a touchdown on the first drive and then just slowly yeah. get you. Um, exactly.
2: But Which is what it looked like. I mean, the first two plays of the game were like 20-yard passes to Kelsey, other than the Pacheco run. So it was looking like that.
0: All right. When you saw uh, Noah Gray get that touchdown, did you just start freaking out until you realized?
2: When I saw – well, I'll say this. When I saw Noah Gray get that touchdown – my only concern about my chance to win the game was, oh, no, like, this is going to be such a crazy blowout that if Kelsey doesn't, like, cash in the next two touchdowns we score, we're going to be arresting our starters by the middle of the third quarter like we were, like, last week. Was competitive
0: the entire way down. Um,
2: yes. So then, honestly, like, I was never once in that game rooting for the Jets to score. But, like, when the Jets got that safety, I was like, all right. So this will be a bit of a competitive game, maybe. And then – but I could tell by like this – by the first drive in our third quarter, I was like, I'm not going to win this game because we legitimately look bad right now on offense. I mean they've been saying Zach Wilson outplayed Mahomes um, on Sunday night. They're not wrong. I mean Mahomes did what he had to do to win and Zach Wilson made some key mistakes to lose. So, you know, it still was ultimately – I mean Mahomes beat Zach Wilson. But, um, I mean, Zach Wilson had, like, the best game of his career. Mahomes had, like, the worst game of his career. So you can't say much more about it. It was, it was ugly on that front. And, um, yeah, I was just going back today thinking about the different things that happened with some of my players and just all the, all the kind of blown things I had. Like, Jacoby Miners had this crazy one-handed 56-yard catch that got called back for an offensive pass interference. That was complete BS. I'm not sure if you guys are watching overtime in that Commanders Eagles game, but Terry McLaurin had that like 36-yard catch that got called back. That, oh, like, yeah, was just mean, painful. there's a lot of stuff.
0: Um, it's a game of the, inches. The biggest issue is <laughs> going to be, I mean, your bench isn't fantastic, um, but you definitely need to acquire back, and you need O to not just be a non-factor. On the yes,
2: the exactly.
0: I mean, kind You're not gonna like it, and you know, no one should ever root for this. But you kind of need IUK to go down for Debo to be like a smash play every week.
2: Like, I IUK is the guy right now. I I love having Debo on my team. I'm okay with. I, I would be more okay with these Debo blinks if he wasn't. Um, you know, like as you said, the I word. Um, <laughs> it, he's he's it's just it he's looks amazing he looks like one of the best athletes in the NFL but these things happen and um yeah connor, i mean like
0: connor this can be a slight lead into you know what we're going to talk a slight hint for later but would you trade debo for IU straight up right now
2: you know as someone who has IU in one league and debo in this league i'm going to say no to that um but i would if I don't know, if my friend did that in the league, I would probably be like, yeah, that's fine. I think that's a fair trade.
0: But when you um, look up the games where they're both playing and Ayuk is just absolutely dominating and Debo's doing not too much, (laughs) you're still Debo time?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, Debo's the better receiver. He's the captain. He's more respected in that locker room. And um, he has has, has a lot more to play for. I I mean, I, I think Debo is... Simply the better player, and he's who I'd rather have 10 times out of 10. All Um, right.
0: Uh, Before we continue on to Wyco's Finest, I know the people would like to hear about your performance in the Discord, removing emojis and whatnot, posts – Going one and three, Mister
1: Corrupt any? Commissioner. Do you, do you have
2: I am not removing emojis and whatnot. I was simply
1: whoa, not whoa. let you know,
2: buddy, you know, buddy pregnant emoji stand on my message.
1: Controlling the narrative.
2: I started What's it once approach? and I wouldn't stop doing it. No, I mean, listen, like I'm, I'm, I'm. I listen to my boy DT. I, I, oh sorry, my my boy DeSantis. D- never back <laughs> down. Never back down. If, if the boys are coming at you. Just keep throwing coals on the fire until the whole Discord server burns down. I was here for that, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, y- you boys want to get in my head? I'll just, I'll, 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 I'll bring this whole thing down with me. Yeah, um get
1: this really, he's yeah, really good at controlling yeah, the narrative. Yeah, that's, that's why okay. he's winning right now. Yeah, that's,
2: uh, um, well, I mean, I am, I am a, a very successful team. Right. Um, and, and, and yeah, I will say, last thing I want to say about this team is, um, I'm just, just got to wait for week six. Rivalry week. Um, this is Telfer week. Might might get ugly. Uh, we have Eckler on the bench. But, um, it yeah, week, started, week six.
0: You started already, breaking cooks. What? Um, I mean, if you look at uh, – yeah, He's got some buy issues, I know. If you, look, if you look at his team, I don't think you have too, too much to worry about. Um,
2: I, I just am waiting for Eckler to get back because Devon Inchain Chain and Anthony Richardson and Eckler going together with Kelsey and Devo. I mean, give me that every single day. So –
1: I, I love like about your kicker performance. Yeah, I think we're I not talking about that. <laughs> that's, that's a biggest issue. You're going to get that fixed like ASAP, but you're not going to. be Yeah, able to, you know, you it,
2: it hurts, but it might be time to drop. Yeah, right. I just the talkers are so bad, and sometimes Koo just like misses field goals, even though he's like a really good kicker. And he's he's really kind really he really of does all that all the in this
1: Yeah, game. hey, we're all. I'm a biggest fan of Koo is the next guy, but it might be time. <laughs> might be time.
0: Or, uh, frankie if you're Conrad Mojica currently sitting at number 11 on the league he you and Declan are both ahead of him do are the panic bells ringing
1: oh yeah ringing? I am free I know Conrad he's gonna he's gonna play it cool but miles Sanders is he's not the guy your kicker is not the guy either which is... <laughs> I mean that's the I I would go out and trade for a top top five kicker right now By the Eagles,
0: That's facts. Uh, Eagles defense, kind of
2: frauds. Eagles kind of defense frauds. are
1: kind of, They're I'm a, kind of frauds. I had them last year and they led me to All uh right. So All right. This you know. is about
2: enough of this. This has I'm been about
1: enough Jack,
2: yeah, Frankie, you're both one and three. I'm gonna finish above both you guys in the standings oh. this year. Oh, I mean, oh, that's a big doubtful. that's
0: that's a big tar from,
2: from a big man. Well, yeah, I am a big man. I've finished <laughs> like, I finished one or three every single year since we started keeping track. of it. Um, moving on to Joe's team. Um, yeah, I mean, Wyko's finest now sits on the mountaintop. And again, I don't think this team is necessarily terrifying. I just think that they've been getting it done every week. Um, I This might sound like disrespect. I, 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 he definitely got the win this week. But I still think that Tamke and Telford's teams are better. But um, I, I think this is a team where you have to play the cards right um, I am really worried about the running back room if I'm Lcos's finest. Khalil you're Herbert doing not doing it for you. Khalil Herbert had a great game on his bench. He also transferred out of KU, which Frankie's a fake fan of. Um, and whoa, uh,
1: whoa. do he, uh, not uh, slander me he's, now. An,
2: he's an alum, you're not an alum kind yeah, he's not an alum actually. Um, well, the, an alum, I'm a
1: student an <laughs> alum <laughs> you
0: attend the school you don't need to uh, actually graduate. Is that it. true? Yeah, I think so. I'm it's, technically an alumni. Like Arcan-
1: this feels like my Arkansas fact right here. <laughs> 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 the <That, that laughs> definition of an alumni is that you graduated from the school.
0: <laughs> You're just counting Jordan Walsh like four times.
2: The <laughs> definition is a graduate or former student of a particular school, college, or university.
0: Uh, fake news. Uh, uh, all right.
2: I uh, anyway, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm just to finish what I'm saying. I think. Joe, uh, Justin Jefferson has literally been getting, like, over 20 points every single week. It's insane. Um, I feel like no one's talking about it because everyone kind of expects it. But that's amazing. I think Jalen Hurts, I'm tired of the disrespect towards Hurts this year um, in fantasy and also real life. I think he gets it done when it needs to get done. I think he's... He's a
0: QB5. That's about where he ranks in real life.
2: I mean, I've consistently heard people saying, like, all these freaking talking heads... Saying that Jalen Hurts hasn't looked that good this year, and he's looked rusty, and that he's you know making these like mistakes. It's like I he's been making the same amount of mistakes as any of the other top quarterbacks this year, and he hasn't had like a bad game like Josh Allen has. So I don't know. I mean, Jalen Hurts is still my QB two in my book. Um, I know it's a hot fantasy
0: wise or in
2: the league. Um, I think. In the league, he's who I'd want on my team after Mahomes. And fantasy wise, he's also my QB two. Uh, uh, I would still
0: I like Josh Allen more than Jalen Hurts personally.
1: I'm gonna um, agree with you, Conrad. I'm Josh Allen's a he's a fraud.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, but but Mur- yeah, no. I, I want to hear. Mur- we gotta talk tomorrow Mur- oh, real quick. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts on Madison and Mostert as your RB core because, and again, I know Herbert's there, but Joe did sit him, and he's also on the Bears. Um, um Mostert, two fumbles, rising Devon a Madison right in the hot hand for now, but he's also had his fumble issues and Cam Akers is now in that backfield.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's not good. i traded away Mostert for a reason and kept Pacheco for a reason. Um, you know, it's, there's going to be the games where Mostert has the two touchdowns and Devon A-chain has the two touchdowns. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I not sure if you saw this quote, but Mike McDaniels has said that he wants to use five running backs.
2: Yes, um, I, have, I have seen that horrible quote.
0: Yeah, I think Damian Williams would be the fifth.
2: <laughs> I don't even know. I think, I think Tyreek might, is probably the fifth. Right. I
0: know Je- Jeff Wilson Jr. is coming back. He loves Jeff Wilson. Alvin um, Ahmed. Savant, yeah, he loves Ahmed. Um, obviously, he loves A-Chain and Mostert because they're getting to work. Um, you know, obviously, tape-wise, you got to love Devine a Chan, a Chan actually can
2: is the correct way to say it,
0: correct? Yep. H a- is now he went through four years or of college or three years of college and he never got it fixed. But he never
2: that, told anyone that it was a Chan.
0: Yeah, now it's uh it's been it's been out there over the past week. Um so yeah, that's fun. Good for good for H Chan. We love correct pronunciations. Um it's gonna be a mouths issue in Miami. Um, you know, A. Chan's been the beneficiary of the mouth. What <laughs> sure, a strange a, thing to say. I mean, <laughs> and Waddle has been screwed all year, uh, even though he's arguably like a top ten wide receiver in the league. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's gonna be a thing uh, all year. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but, you yeah, know, there's a, everyone's put enough on tape to show that they deserve touches. Like, this offense is ridiculous.
2: It's insane. The the, the blowout in Buffalo does not change anything except maybe continue the narrative that the Dolphins are a uh, warm-weather team, even though I think it was pretty good weather in Buffalo. Well, Conrad, um, uh,
0: if we're talking Dolphins real quick before we move on, um, just because this was a Dolphin-heavy matchup, you okay. know that at the stadium, half the team is in the sunlight, or one of the teams is in the sunlight, and then the Miami Dolphins get the one in the shade?
2: Uh, yes, Jack. I have attended a game at uh, Hard Rock Stadium.
0: I didn't realize it until I went to the game. That's crazy.
2: It that is, crazy.
1: It is That's insane.
0: A, uh, that is such a uh, – hi, Riley. You want to say hi real quick?
1: Yeah. What's up? Are we clowning my trade? Uh, <laughs>
0: so, no, we already did that. Well,
1: <laughs> I'll stand by it.
0: Playing to win, right in that cap.
1: Although I'm mad, Frankie
2: beat me. It was both he. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> wow! First ever pod with this many guests.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, historic, so a rare fourth walkthrough. Um, <laughs> all right, I think we can move on. But dolphins,
2: dolphins, Great team. a team to look out for. Um, moving on to the other pod guest who lost and doesn't like to talk about the fact that he's one in three. Um, I think was-
0: one in three team right now.
2: This was the closest matchup of the week. Um, Highest means lowest priority for Fab Tiebreakers. Um, Closest matchup, lost to Adam by seven. Um, Yeah, this was, uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, you kind of made it close at like the four o'clock window. Um, I
0: I got some sweet, sweet puka action, and then that helped.
2: The big news, though, was the sitting Pacheco. If you start Pacheco at any – you could replace any of your guys with where Pacheco could have gone and you win this week.
0: Yeah, but, like, I don't think anyone would have started Pacheco this week. Maybe over Garrett Wilson, but, you know, Jets defense, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's fine. I would have never started him. Uh, I never really considered it. So you just got kind of take that. Like, it wasn't a toss-up. Um,
2: yeah. is, is he a lineup lock for you now?
0: uh we'll see it'll probably just be uh matchup dependent like whether or not we're gonna see how garrett wilson does against the broncos this next week um and then we'll kind of go from there but but Pacheco, great player just uh i mean i think i have two of the better bench guys in pacheco and marquise brown marquise brown 18 on the season um yeah, over the past three weeks, it's been fine. I think my lowest score I've had was like 109, and I've gone like one and two. So, you know, just got to kind of wait for the wins to come as it kind of happens. But whatever.
2: I mean, yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to
0: lie. It, no it, it, button, so you just got to – I mean, at the end of the day, fantasy football is gambling. Uh, there's a reason we do like head-to-heads instead of – you know, just counting up the points at the end of the year and then whoever has the most wins. But
2: Jack, I'm glad you brought this up because my the CEO of my company is a very big fantasy head. And he is in he calls it his Boston League because he's from from there originally and it's been going on for like 38 years. And he tells me that uh they do not do matchups in this league. It is simply a amalgamation of points and everything about this league sounds like, like the accumulation of like decades of saltiness of like, <laughs> you know like, like uh, almost like the, the, the natural ending of like the, of the just years of people being salty about finishing as the seventh place team, despite being the highest score, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, like they, they do an auction draft, um, because teams are tired of getting screwed on draft order. I mean, this is a this is a different way of doing fantasy, and we always talk about all these innovations. But um, uh, some of the conservatives in our league will tell you sometimes innovation can take you too far.
0: We're speaking with one of them, Mister Double
2: Kicker.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Trying to take
2: us back to like the 1950s of fantasy.
1: i mean you guys don't even understand how electric it is i left my double kicker league and it hurts my soul you you
0: actually had a double kicker league
1: i mean yeah that's what inspired me i was in one and it was awesome oh
2: god i thought this has just been shtick. and i left
1: that league and so now i have no he's in the league
2: with a bunch of perverts he met on omegle
1: (laughs) a bunch of really cool guys you wouldn't know anything about it
2: That's, that's, that's that's was that your sleeper league
1: um. No, it was not. It was. It was in fantasy, actually.
2: In fantasy, it was in, in the ESPN. Oh. Okay.
0: Well, um, I mean, Jack, Tyler, do you have any opinions on my team before we move on to?
2: I mean, uh, I mean, look, I
0: of the LQ Long Boys.
2: I'll I'll stick to what I said to what I said before. I think that you have really great depth between running backs and wide receivers, which is like you know step one in building a long term success project. And like,
0: QB won on the year.
2: Justin like if, if any of your other than maybe even QB because you got a decent backup in golf. If any of your players went out for the year, I think that like you know you're fine still. So that's always a great thing. Um, I think Telford's team is kind of like that as well. But uh, um, great depth. yeah, no, just. Really good bench, but um, Probably had great depth. It's 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 gonna come down to those starts, Jack. You got you got. He had to know Pacheco playing in New Jersey for the first time since uh, college. You, you gotta chase those.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I de- I'm starting him next week just because Kenneth Walker's on by. So we'll see. Um, I think Pacheco's usage has been going up the past three weeks, which. You know, I'm sure we all enjoy his Chiefs Uh We all hate Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that <laughs> little bowling ball of a person. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, Pacheco needs to be getting probably at least 15 carries a game if we want to win. Um, I think we all-ish agree on that. I think we're fine. He's, I think he has shown himself to be the second-best talent behind Kelsey on our team. So. And the tape is there. He's a great player. So He's, he's
2: so good. Yeah. He, we, he, we, he really we, runs just amazing. Um, Jack, uh, you know, I, I'll, let me end on this. I think that your your, your team's path to um, a very success, successful season is being a floor team rather than a ceiling team. Dare I say a 100-point floor team. Yeah. Um, no, I am
0: just about to bring this up. The infinite <laughs> Ivy, no. The infamous 100-point floor. Yeah. Um, I think it's there, and especially a lot of teams are. Uh, we'll get into it with Kissler, Are not uh, that good, so you know, being able to get a hundred points when there's a dud is just as important as you know getting one hundred and fifty against a dud. You know, Yep. You where know the wheels came
1: off of you last year when you started talking about the 100- hundred. <laughs> you scored like 100 points, like one more time in the last six games. It's probably how Kyle Fitz just doing me. That
0: was, weird, that was weird. That was
2: weird. I had Doc Dylan and Justin Jefferson, but the running backs just fucked me. Yeah, guys. Uh, on, on the note of Adam, I have some more um, texts from Adam. Uh, to, yeah, let's
0: just, we got a, I'm pulling up Adam's team on here. It's crazy.
2: He's, he, he texted me last night. Well, sorry, he texted me yesterday, well before the uh, the Monday Night Football game started, saying, "I think if I lose this matchup tonight, I may be in legit sacco contention. Injuries are compiling, the darkness is settling." <laughs> um, I, I I think that 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 shows you where Adams heads at. Again, this is a team that's doing very well in the standings, three and one. At three and one record is right where you want to be at, um, you know. But the uh, again, you got to read between the lines here. T. Oh, Higgins. Is fucked. T. Higgins is out. George Kittle has proven himself to be just like he has been in the past, where he can get 30 points some weeks, but more often than not, he's gonna get like two targets for some reason. Um, Javante Williams.
0: Through Christian McCaffrey. I,
2: I did give I did give Adam that insurance of Samajay Pirine, but obviously you'd much rather start Javante Williams than Samajay Pirine. So, um, that,
0: like a nothing burger of a trade.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was, but, uh, uh, Frankie, how do you feel, feel about, uh, no longer having to deal with this Javante injury?
1: I mean, I think, I, I think Adam's been in a little bit of panic mode for a while. Cause he kind of approached me about getting Javante on the team. And he seemed a little concerned that his team needed more depth and he was willing to to bet a little bit on Javante. And I mean, giving, him, Javante, and uh, OBJ for for Geno Smith and Gabe Davis, I think, was a pretty good return in my favor. I don't think either of those guys are going to do much for Adam. Um, I could definitely see this team spiraling, but I think Calvin Ridley is is stepping up, and Jaha Donson's not bad. Those uh, are kind of
0: Nico uh, Collins is really the only guy. Yeah, you know, him and Josh Allen are the only people pulling through right
1: now. Yeah, uh, I mean, the
0: kicker did great.
1: I mean, I was about to say kicker put on a show, <laughs> which I think is always huge. I mean, if this kicker has a subpart, if he has a a young coup game, then he he loses this matchup.
0: Yeah, yeah he's- This that's fucking true. kicker lost, lost <laughs> me the week. Josh Allen and Nico Collins are like more than willing to do thirty five points a week. Like that's in the realm. A kicker having twenty points, fuck you.
2: Yeah, that that and Jack, you got you got eleven points from your kicker, but the kickers yeah. still were the difference in that game. That's pretty crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, I've I'm not gonna lie, Frankie. Um, I moved more on Jack's side. I think uh, I think uh, maybe it's been the Young Hoku experience this year, but I am kind of done with kickers. Yeah. Uh, oh.
0: This is, it's such, you can't predict it. It's not, there's not like a thing you, no, you can't watch tape and be like, oh, I really like this guy. No, you guys,
1: you guys don't know ball at all.
0: I'm fine with <laughs> defenses. I'm more than fine with leaving defenses. But kickers, this is, this is getting
2: bad. It's, it's nice. it, it, it is. If, if, we ever, if we ever see a championship game get decided by 20 point kickers, there might be a riot.
0: Conrad, I have a question for you. Would you rather, would you rather have, my team at one and three, or Adam's team at three and one.
2: Uh, not to insult Adam, but I would rather have your team at one and three. Yeah, but
1: I,
0: keep in mind, is, is I'm insane. saying that
2: as someone who is also one and
1: three, who believes I have a good team. I think you have a good team. Um, I, I do not, Conrad. I so.
0: I really I was looking at it. I stopped chewing on shit. I was looking at uh, you know, just the things as they are coming down, you know, bye weeks and whatnot, I think you're in a good spot. Um, you know, I as fun as it is to see you and I both not do well, I think, it, you know, <laughs> just, for pod, just for pod content, I do think um, we're both in good spaces. Really, yeah. there's only like two three teams in the league right now where I'm like, they certainly can't make the playoffs. And that would be like, Will, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. I would say Adam's kind of like, this is bad. Uh, And then, like, and and Tordy is going to putter out, uh, has been, you know, lowest scoring team in the league by far. Um, And then maybe Dawson. I don't think Dawson uh, has, you know, a fantastic team. But, again, Connor, we do need to remember uh, the first four weeks are not really indicative of player success uh, because we have buys coming. And I think a lot of depth is going to show.
2: Yeah, I mean – Depth goes to the surface along with just continuing to make the right trades. And then, uh,
1: <laughs> Depth goes to the surface. <laughs>
2: depth, depth will come to the surface. Yes. That Connor, is-
1: I think we have an issue with your depth though. You are currently rostering Deuce Vaughn and Ezekiel <laughs> I wouldn't really call that great depth. You uh, are
2: not to spoil my roster moves, but I, they will both be hitting the waiver wire. If my, my, my trades go through the, Those were Deuce Vaughn was a, Austin Eckler got the late scratch, so I had an open spot with him on my IR. So I'm like, well, if Tony P goes down this week, then I got the K-State prospect. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, I've given him two weeks. I got him off the waivers. That's not really much there. It's really just waiting for Austin Eckler to come back. Um, He really is one of those players that is just a complete difference maker, and there's very few of them. So I'm so excited for this team.
0: He's fantastic. Um, I mean, I definitely think you have a good team. Um, So I'm not – I, I you, know Jack. I was teasing a little bit, uh, but the, the panic time is not currently right. Yeah, no. but then we all we always have to remember, Will. It's just it's just a game, you
1: know? It's all it's <laughs> just a
0: game, but, but it hurts. Well, so.
2: but yeah, as, as Frankie said, <laughs>
0: the panic is very. Rude.
2: I think I think Will Will laid it out pretty well when 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 he was here a couple weekends ago about just he's like, yeah, I won in all my other leagues last week, but it didn't even matter because I lost in this one. Yeah, it's it just is, so painful.
0: This is, it is nothing. I mean, it just gets worse every year. It, yeah. pain, pain <laughs> worse. it hurts
1: my soul so it, deeply.
2: It, yeah, it is. Darkness just, is setting in. It's, um, uh,
0: I, think, I think a lot of people can attest to that. Just how bad it is to lose in this
2: league. Um, but I don't think, I will say, I've, I've been in a league, I've been in a league that, <laughs> as I said, has gotten a little toxic, and I don't think that's this league. So I will yeah, say, yeah. It's, I think it's more. It's more that we just care too much, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't want to pat ourselves pat ourselves on the back, Connor, but I think the pod adds a lot of, uh, you know, polite banter. <laughs> I <It adds> have <laughs> a lot of camaraderie around.
2: And an, an antidote to toxicity, perhaps. Yeah.
0: Um, but, Yeah, it's it's fun, but then it's always. Uh, fun to get texts after being like I'm sleeping on my boys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder who sends you those texts. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, we should move on to. I believe we're at the last matchup now. Um, we still one? Oh, we have, yeah. Oh, we got we got to. How can one. we
1: forget? You guys <laughs> always try to screw over Declan here, my boy.
2: <laughs> <The laughs> in a populist. Um, this was yeah. I mean, this is probably the most talked about matchup. I've seen in a while. Um, from literally when the pod was recorded last Monday, we talked about how the Hungry Dog was in trouble and they needed a good matchup, and they got the team that had been steamrolling their competition. And then Telford tried to reverse chinks himself, being like, Ha ha, wouldn't it be funny if I lose to Declan this week?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then his defense almost dragged him out of it, but yeah. alas. You couldn't come back – I mean, just having David Montgomery score 33 on you from the very beginning is so brutal.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, Telford got the classic point inflation from the Cowboys defense. Yeah. Um, which, is, again – This I, look,
0: a bad week. This would have been a really bad week for Telford. Is, this,
2: this would have been an abysmal week had he yeah. – like, again, like – and and I'll say this. He, again, he went for the first defense. He got the Cowboys. He deserves that pick and that inflation. play.
0: Heady play. Heady play.
2: But uh yeah, simply heady play. But uh yeah, I mean I mean, are you concerned at all if you're Telford that maybe this team was not as advertised? Um
0: no. Tyreek is never gonna have another three reception game this year. I think that one's you know, facing a tough defense at Buffalo after they came in really hot was, you know, whatever. Um so we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Um uh, I don't know historically how it goes just like do defenses get worse as the season goes on, but, um, they are facing, you know, the probably the hottest team in actual football right now, the 49ers, uh, in like their first real matchup for, I would say both teams. That think, is going to be such a think, good game. I don't think either team has faced like one of the top dogs yet, especially considering how stacked both of their divisions are. Um, uh, That'll probably be the best primetime game we've had so far,
2: right? Uh, oh, yeah. I I mean, I think Dolphins and Bills is a little disappointing. Um, but other than that, this is the most excited I've been for a game so far this year. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, Salford has the depth, uh, which is going to be – I mean, he is starting Brandon Cooks this week. So I would maybe – do like a Tyler Higby in the flex? No, wait. I'd do Josh Reynolds actually. Never mind. I'm starting Josh Reynolds over Brandon Cooks. Uh, I mean, he's,
2: okay. unless that's he easy. makes a trade just for this week, he's just gonna have to ride running some like yes. basically unrosterable player at his wide receiver two this week. But that's obviously a temporary issue. It's the double buys of Mike Evans and DK Metcalf, which happens. But, um,
0: yeah. but then he's you don't fine. have to deal with it again. You know, you just kind of eat that week. I, I
2: I will say though, I think. Telford's been trying to change his strategy this year. He usually gets off to these hot starts and cools off. I, I think this is the best team he's ever had. I still think that. But um, maybe some early signs.
0: Pro- I would still say the, the best keeper. Um, you could argue Calvin Ridley just based on round 16. But Calvin oh, I, I would
2: good. no longer argue that.
0: Uh, I mean, Tony Pollard's electric, but... You would think I, a game where New England scored – or when they scored 38 points against New England, uh, Tony Pollard would have more than seven and a half. But I don't – where did the touchdowns come from? Just defensive? And then they just pulled everyone and gave your boy Deuce Vaughn some carries?
2: <laughs> um, the the, uh, I, well, the point I was trying to get at, though, was that, you know, Telford <laughs> – uh, <laughs> uh, Telford the first few weeks, I mean, was just – Losing points from the seams and just desperately was looking for a trade partner and did not find one. Um, I mean, like, is that, going to...
0: that uh tactic? I've done it in the past and I've just screwed myself. Okay. Well, where you just like trade, <laughs> where you trade away your depth and try and get like the one big guy. I, and it just I, doesn't work out. Yeah. Cause then you kind of, it's, uh, I mean, it just comes back to the right thing. I don't think it's a bad trade in a bubble, but depth is hard to come by.
2: On the other side, though, D. joined Will Frankie, getting out of the getting out of the basement.
1: D. shay before on Wednesday night, he he sent me a message on Snapchat. It was a link to like an ESPN clip or something, and it was someone talking about like if you start zero and three in fantasy, do not hit the panic button. Like this is your week. Week <laughs> four is when you come alive. And I messaged him back that we were both gonna, we're both winning this week. It's not even up for debate. And I, I called my shot in the in the the group before it, or the Discord before it started, and everyone was kind of big on Declan, and, and here we we both go showing out. So even though he had a, a really bad kicker week, um, almost <laughs> as bad as Telford, who also had a horrible kicker yeah. week, he, he he still got it together. And Dave Montgomery and uh, we, all saw it. we all saw that happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean. I think when Jonathan Taylor comes back, this is the best running back group in the league. I don't think that's too crazy. I mean, maybe Telford, but I would say After Um, Metcalf
2: made that trade, I agree.
0: Yeah, I I think he's in a very, very good position. Um, The bench leaves somewhat to be desired, but again... Not real. I mean,
2: Jordan Addison, Jerry Judy, Jalen Warren, like, those are a lot of guys that would start on some teams.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, Jordan Addison definitely needs to be getting the KJ Osborne snaps, um, as yeah. the wide receiver two there, um, Jalen Warren, again, should be getting those snaps as well, just because how ass, um, a good boy, Najee Harris has been, uh, he's on the team, right? Well,
1: he's on the bench, he's, yeah, right, okay. he's riding the pine,
0: he <laughs> needs to learn his lesson, you know, take his punishment, yeah. and uh, another guy should be, uh, riding the bench is Kyle Pitts, um, he is currently in his wrapped-up packaging in <laughs> Atlanta. He is being used as a decoy every play. Um, you know, it's all fun in – Arthur Smith, it's all fun in games. Um, you know, not using your two best players. I know Drake London got a, a touchdown. Or I guess two of, your, two of your best receiving threats. Um, until Kyle Pitts ends up, you know, leaving <laughs> as soon as he possibly can because he was the highest-drafted tight end overall. Um and deserves to touch the ball more.
2: Yeah, um, it's bad. It's bad news. Y- you know that I've been trying to ship old Hunter Henry to uh to the hungry dog, and he's yeah, just I've leaving. Heard
0: every single person in this league about he, Hunter- well, Hunter-
2: anyone who anyone who has got a sketchy tight end situation. You um, tried to
1: and, trade Hunter Henry to me.
2: Declan yeah. refuses to acknowledge the fact that Kyle Pitts is just not gonna it's not happening for him this I'd rather world.
0: have I mean I'd rather have Zach Ertz than Hunter Henry right
2: now. Well, Hunter Henry's has an established role on a Bill Belichick offense.
0: Zach Ertz <laughs> is has an established role on a Joshua Dobbs offense.
2: <laughs> All right. He's um, but but this brings us into our final segment of the night. Let's let's Trade get into view.
0: it, Conrad. Great value
2: Tuesday. Um, Jack, uh, why don't you kick it off? Because uh, I wanted to get a sense of, of what you wanted to do for this segment.
0: So uh, I was thinking we could each pick, um, you know, either a player on our own teams or on each other's teams, and just you know, say someone you would take in a one for one trade for them. You know, so let's let's start first. Uh, let's do Christian McCaffrey. I personally think you would have to trade like probably a top three wide receiver in the league, and then. Probably Travis Kelsey, and then what? Something else? Probably starting a running back. I just
2: you so, so you would not take Justin Jefferson and Travis Kelsey for Christian McCaffrey.
0: I'm honestly not even sure if I would at this point.
2: All right. Well, I think I would take that. Um, but you know, that's what Trade Value Tuesday is all about.
0: You're, you know, we're just we're getting the dialogue started. <laughs>
2: um Um, yeah I guess okay I'll 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 bounce to uh to Cambo's team this is a guy I keep wondering what his trade value is what what is the trade value of Brees Hall?
0: um I would say just like based on like I'm I'll just look at my team I probably would trade Zay Flowers but I wouldn't trade Marquise Brown so he's anywhere in in that range
1: that that's a weird range
0: that's it's it's tight. It's a tight little pocket, um,
2: but that's. I don't, I don't think Kemba would give you Brees Hall for either of those guys.
0: Yeah, but that's. I mean, Brees Hall is just. I don't know. The, the wider the,
1: the Jets' offense is so bad, it's, it's yeah, tough. I, I think he's agree. a lot better than what fantasy says he is, but he's still stuck on the Jets. I'm
0: offense. not. I wouldn't trade for Brees Hall though. Just for no. but that is that, that is a good example though, Connor. I will say. All um, right, sneaky. you got one for us? I, well I think you I was looking at
1: I was looking at Camera's team also, but I was looking at uh Derrick Henry, his other running back. Ooh. That I think that would that would be somewhere that, that Camera could, could try and sell high on. I don't know how feasible that is or if people are All wanting right. to get him on the team, but I think he could get somewhat of return. Um, but that it's also a pretty big piece of your, your fantasy. fancy. You'd have to really kind of bet big on on getting more depth. I would
0: say definitely not like I'd say around like an Avon Ross, St. Brown, and then like maybe another smaller piece. So like a lower tier wide receiver one, higher tier wide receiver two, and then like kind of like a bench running back, almost almost a Brees Hall-esque trade.
2: Yeah, like I, I think that Derrick Henry is a good example of a player that you should try to trade because I think what you could get for him is probably more than he's actually worth this year just because of the name value. And, like, who doesn't want to have, like, Derrick Henry on their team in fantasy? Like, it's just – especially as, like, your RB2 or your flex. Like, so I, I think there are a lot of teams that will give you more than he's worth. Maybe not after this pod episode, but who knows how much power the pod has. If, we're, uh, if,
0: if I'm looking at my team, I'd probably do, like, a Travis Etienne and then
2: either, like, a Flowers or a Brown. I think that's, that's a fair trip. But I think Etienne's – I think you're undervaluing Etienne in that case. But, um, really? I mean, I – yeah,
0: but – okay, Conrad, I have one for you, Devon HN. Yeah, is that's a
2: really a good
0: ultimate, one. Is he an ultimate hold? He
2: he feels like – he feels like a hold unless someone came to me because um I feel like the way that I see – the way that I see HN is he is only trending up. It's like one of those, you know, players where yeah. – when he gets once he gets the opportunity, it happens for him, and then it's just the situation is forever changed where he's just the guy now. But I think the way that like a lot of other managers might see it is, he, I'm trying to trade him high off of two mm-hmm. huge fluke weeks, and I'm just trying to get rid of him before he comes back to earth. But I, I really do not believe that's going to happen. So I like your take. I like. Your, I mean, yeah.
0: If you watch the game, he's electric. I, I don't think anyone he's can bouncing do that. off tackles. Um, the issue is uh, he's probably gonna hover around like the eight to twelve carry mark, and he probably won't even get twelve. Um, like it's gonna be around eight to ten each week. Um, he's getting that um, goal line action though—that's I mean—that's honestly all you need. Um, I would say goal line action in a way, um, not like a. Well, he's not up- like
2: the one yard line, but he's getting like yeah. the touches.
0: It's Again, it's just going to come down to mouths, but he obviously has the talent. Um, Connor, I have a question for you. If we're relating both of our teams, oh. would you trade uh, Devon Achan for Puka Nukua straight up?
2: What's their value? That's a. I think like I think I put them on par with each other. If, oh. um, if uh. Cooper Cup was going to be out for longer, but I really am worried about the Cooper Cup situation completely displacing Puka. Where I feel like Devon doesn't have something like that hanging over him.
0: I think it's, I mean, I don't think all the targets are going to go to Cup. I think it's more the auxiliary guys that are going to get cut out um, just because of, obviously Puka's been doing unprecedented things right now. But, you know, it is a worry. Um, You can really, I mean, you can make arguments literally either way. Like you can do the classic, oh, well, the target share is going to go to Cooper or, oh, everyone's going to have their eyes on Cooper Cup. So Puka's is going to get all the targets, you know, like. It's the same thing you could make for, like, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Like, do they help or hurt?
1: But... I, I think you guys are out of your goddamn minds. Look, I we were comparing the two. I think, think that a, A-Chan, is, this is like a housing bubble. It's going to pop. <laughs> He's going to get, okay. like, eight points next week. I don't know how they're even comparable value to Puka. You think Puka's high? Yeah, way more than A-Chan. I think, uh... I mean, you. you we, earlier you were talking about how the coach said he wanted to use five running backs. How is that... <laughs> That's Puka just like a game. throwaway quote.
2: That was like, you know. Puka Nakua, wide receiver. Monday, bottom. Monday. One
0: touchdown. That's absurd. I mean, yeah. As, a, ro- as a rookie fifth-round pick, we have never seen it. So even, right.
1: like, think about if you would trade A-Chain for Puka is, like, insane to me. Yeah, but
2: um, A-Chain is a running back and Puka's wide receiver. Uh, I mean, oh. it's really
1: – Thank I, you, Conrad, I, for breaking don't it down.
2: I think I would, <laughs> yeah. but, I you know, I think –
0: it's not. It wouldn't be absurd in like four weeks.
2: I I think it wouldn't be absurd right now. I, I can see that happening in many leagues right now, and it's based on what your prospects are. I think
0: uh, I would definitely say um, A a hold. I
2: wouldn't I wouldn't trade him at all.
1: Well, yeah. we're, all one in, we're all one in three. So yeah. I don't I don't, we don't, none of us we're know balls. We're just
2: getting the dialogue started here. Yeah, me. Frankie, why don't we why don't we, we go to your <laughs> team? What's, yeah, what's like the like current a, value three. of what's the current value of A.J. Brown and Chris Olave?
1: Uh Chris Olave's stock's gone down a little bit. I'm not really looking to sell him. I think AJ Brown's probably at a, a all time high. Right, but like 3-2. are you are you thinking like
2: are you looking at AJ Brown's performance and being like, oh he's good now, I'm not moving him, or are you being like, Okay, I was getting kind of burned by him these first two weeks. It's time to sell the name and the power immediately.
1: No, came- I I'm, I'm definitely a lot higher on AJ Brown now, especially I think the issue with the Eagles is they would get up so big last season, and then they wouldn't throw the ball. But now seeing their defense a little bit weaker. They're kind of frauds. Yeah. They're kind of frauds. But seeing their defense a little bit slower means that A.J. Brown's getting these, like, fourth-quarter drive touches. He's getting those touchdowns that he got in, like, this game. That's that's huge for for my team. And I'm definitely going to – I'm not looking to move him or, or, or trade him at all. I, w- I would
0: say um, – this is just, like, NFL talk in general. The Eagles had an incredibly, incredibly healthy team last year. Like a lot of their guys were always playing. Um, this year on offense, it's fine, um, but their defense is so banged up. Um, like they are, they have lost like a lot of key players.
2: Um. Yeah i I think that they kind of rode that like classic under the radar luck. You know, like kind of a nice mix of like a young team and vets and just a ton of star mm-hmm. power plus A.J. Brown being on the team for the first year. Um, I, I love the Eagles, but I do think that um, despite being a 4-0 team, they they, they look
0: they – you know, They're look, not the Eagles of yesteryear. It looks
2: less fresh for sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, Frankie, yeah. it's really hard to move a player that looks as good in the game in real life as A.J. Brown does on a winning team so I I fully fully respect that.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, Chris Olave,
1: I, I would I would definitely be open to a trade I in would reality. Say, Anyone reach out, I guess. I'm
2: I'm
0: not opposed to getting him at all. Frankie, I would say none of my running backs are worth AJ Brown, but I would say Chris Olave is not worth any of my running backs. Wait. Like in a one to one trade. Um,
1: none of your running backs are worth. So AJ I don't
0: Brown. think I could trade any of my running backs just straight up for AJ Brown no, but I wouldn't trade any of my running backs for Chris Olave.
1: I think that's pretty fair. I think there could be a package deal for like Chris Olave with some other component but yeah, I, I generally agree with that. I, I I yeah, I don't think there's really a straight up. You, you you're your running back room's pretty solid.
0: It's a it's a solid thing, but it's not. What are we actually let's go to A fun one. You know, let's go to Mr. Sam Torty's team. (laughs) Um, What do we think is Joe Burrow's trade value? Is it just in the dirt right now?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm
1: not touching that at all.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, personally, I think that Burrow, like, I mean, he's – the likely direction is only going to be, like, either he continues to do horrible and gets injured or they finally decide to bench him. And I think uh, a bench – A benched and injured Joe Burrow is worth no more than, like, a deep stash. But, like, you probably cut that even when, like, there's a pickup you want to do. I think Burrow has negative trade value right now. I think he's arguably droppable. I I still think that that's a decision. Like, dropping Joe Burrow feels like one of those decisions you're really going to regret later in the year. But... I do agree if that... If
0: it wasn't Joe Burrow, he'd be droppable. Like if... Uh, of course.
2: Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno Smith was
0: doing this stuff. Yeah, I mean,
2: Joe, Joe Burrow statistically has been the worst quarterback in the NFL this year, thanks to grown, having a has, good performance last week.
0: He has uh, two touchdowns the entire year, through four games. He's averaging half a touchdown per game.
2: He has the lowest yards per completion and the worst passer rating.
0: He is absolute doctor. We're living in a world where... A, in theory Joe Burrow in his prime um, or at least start of it is not making the playoffs with Jamar Chase.
2: I mean if 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 this was happening to Mahomes I'm not saying it would but if it did this kind of production was happening to Mahomes I would think we'd all be begging the Chiefs to bench Mahomes and let him rest.
0: We would be looking at probably firing um RGM Beach. We would, I think everyone I think everyone would be fine with Keeping Reed and uh, Mahomes, but we would
2: look to fire people. I mean, just you, like, you got to change something when you have that kind of value yeah. on your roster, and this is what they're putting out.
0: Yeah. You, you can't become the highest paid quarterback in all of football um, and just the sport in general and then start one and three. That is absolutely, I've been saying it on the podcast like the past two weeks. That is absolutely acceptable. Yeah. Well, um, well Y'all want to do one more? And yeah, I want to we'll end
2: on that one, one more.
0: Good uh, one, Frankie. You got any? Go
1: through. Oh, geez. Let's see here. Uh, I oh, I think this is actually interesting. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. What is his market value here? I think he is kind of an interesting one that you could you could bet high on him, kind of showing out now, even though he's definitely underperformed in the first four weeks.
2: Oh, um, I, I try not to worry too much about schedules in. Fantasy football. I think that people are worrying about like when bye weeks happens and when you play where for like your star players is kind of overrated. But you do have to remember that Trevor Lawrence has a first place schedule they're playing against um, and a
0: uh, back to back London games, Conran.
2: Yeah. This. Th- I don't. I don't even know why they're staying in Europe. I don't know what's going on over there. They're trying um, to, They're
0: trying to take are beautiful Jacksonville Jaguars away
2: from us. (laughs) They, they are um, the best mascot in sports. Let me say, but um, no, I mean on, on Trevor Lawrence, like I think that what's what do I think his trade value is, is different from what you could probably get for him. Um, I think it's a good time to move Trevor Lawrence, despite looking slow at the gate. I I don't think it's going to get that much better.
0: I agree. I think the Jags are frauds. Um, Any of our, PMT listeners know that Pete Frisco came on and picked uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars as his favorite team to win the Super Bowl. Um, a lot of hype was being put on the Jags this year. Um, they didn't, they haven't had, you know, the hype to at reality ratio as much as the Bears, but they're not uh, an overall good team so far, especially in a stacked AFC. Like it's just. It's going to be hard to come out of the AFC if you're facing the Dolphins potentially in Miami, um, the Bills, or the Chiefs. Uh, it's just going to be difficult.
1: AFC South looks a little bit better than we thought it was going to be, too.
0: Houston could be sneaky. They, yeah. Uh,
1: the Colts could be sneaky.
0: Colts, very good. Big AFC, Tony. Big Tony.
2: Let's not forget about him.
0: AFC South <laughs> is going to be a, a horse race this year. It's going to be crazy. Um, there's a lot of – I think – I know it's probably recency bias, but I think this is one of the better starts um, to the NFL season. Um, you know, if the Chiefs were far and oh, we'd be preaching up and down, uh, even though they lost a winning game, a winnable game.
2: But um, With two of our three best players out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is true. Good man. catch. Um, and then we had, you know, great performances. We had so-so performances in two games and then one really good one against... Probably the worst team in football, which is always fun to see. Um,
2: well, know. Jack, before we go, Dawson had a question live on the show. He asked what we think of uh, Aaron Rodgers calling Travis Kelsey Mr. Pfizer.
0: Oh, we forgot to bring this up. He uh, is working for Woody Johnson, the uh, heir to the Johnson and & Johnson. & Johnson, and Johnson.
2: <laughs> the only um, team in the NFL that is owned by the heir to a major vaccination company.
0: So I think there's a deeper play here. I, I think <laughs> I, I think uh, you got to look beyond the uh, what's on the surface
2: here. <laughs> um, I, I, I saw opinions is, on yeah, Aaron Rodgers.
1: This is a deep marketing ploy by Johnson and Johnson to just get, <laughs> run Pfizer's name through the mud. Yes. Big pharma's in everybody's pockets.
0: Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is a crazy person. He went. He went so far left that he became right. A very common thing to occur these days.
1: The horseshoe theory.
0: Yeah. It's uh, a political, <laughs> political compass because it's round.
2: Um, yeah. The. Uh, the I, I think when we were saying this in the group chat the other day, but just to reiterate, I think you got to get used to the Chiefs getting strays from all kinds of places, all kinds of players, and especially on the YouTube and Instagram comment world. Um, you know, that, that's what happens when when you can't stop winning. Um, and uh, I think that uh, the more they talk about us, the more power you 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 give us.
0: Taylor Swift, good or bad for the Chiefs
2: as a football team? As a f- brand, it's incredible. As, as a football team, I think on it's the neutral. On the field. On the field, I think it doesn't do anything.
0: What about uh, Travis Kelsey reportedly breaking curfew?
2: What? I didn't hear about that.
0: I think it was a rumor, but there was... Did
2: the Chiefs th- have a team curfew?
0: There was a theory that he was spotted um, leaving Taylor Swift's apartment at 11 a.m. the day of the Sunday night football game.
1: They were having premarital sex, allegedly. <laughs>
0: um that can't, can't be not edit
1: that part out conrad. conrad i know what you're thinking
0: conrad where you sit is where you stand also i'm editing this week so we can keep in all the perfect fun
1: stuff.
2: yeah we can jack jack we'll keep in everything
0: Yeah, uh, yeah i guess i clean up the audio but i leave in the content that's my style
2: i think that's a good place to end it, jack <laughs> i think remember this week where you sit is where you stand frankie i'm keeping those receipts but what you said about my boys tonight um all right. thank you for tuning in we got some big have, to have will frankie on the pod uh, yeah, Frankie, thanks so much for, for joining us.
1: Hey, thank you, Kicker, today, everybody.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: I can't stop this feeling Deep inside of me.